Welcome to Grad Life, a podcast produced by the Radford University School of Communication. I'm your host, Trey Smith. Today we'll be talking about the struggles that graduate teaching fellows face and some of the insight that they can share. My special guest today is Brianna Woods. What exactly is a graduate teaching fellow? So when you are a first-year grad student, you start out shadowing someone who teaches the same class that you will be teaching in the second year. So you spend your whole year under them learning how to teach, how to be a teacher, and then your second year, you then are given your own classes to, to teach, to lecture, to guide through the process of the course, and you are the actual teacher of that class. What are some of the challenges you faced? Some of the challenges that I faced um, going into being a teacher is first, I really do fear public speaking. So that puts a lot of pressure on me to get up in front of the class and essentially fake it until I make it. So go in there and be as well prepared as possible and to present myself as a very confident speaker. And so the ways that I do that is I make sure that I do put together lecture notes and things like that to guide me through the lecture process and put a lot of preparation into the lessons before I go in and actually teach. What are some of the challenges as a grad student having to both teach classes and take them at the same time? The biggest challenge that I face as far as that goes is time management. I feel like that I probably spend, I don't know, 80% of my time during the week focusing on my classes that I teach rather than my personal grad school classes that I am taking. I usually spend a lot of time over the weekends getting my actual grad school work done. So it is hard to balance the work that you put into preparing for a class and teaching a class with actually being a student as well. Let's move away from the school aspect of it. What are some of the challenges you face in your home life because of your position as a GTF? Again, I would say that's time management. It's really hard to be able to just put my work away because I do have so much work regarding preparing for my classes and also getting work done for my school classes. And so that really takes away from me being able to commit to spending time with my family. I have had to miss several weekend trips this semester to catch up on work. And so I would say, again, it just comes down to that time management restraint of not being able to spend the time with my family that I would want to. How's it affected some of the relationships you have? I would say that it hasn't really affected any of my immediate relationships, like the people that I see with regularity when I go home on the weekends and things like that, like the family that I live with and my significant other. But I will say that it affects the relationship negatively that I have with my father and my stepmother and my three little sisters who I do not live with because it's really hard for me to commit to setting aside a time to, you know, go out to eat with them or spend the day with them. And it just makes it really hard. So I really only see them once every few months. And that's hard on me and it's hard on them as well. What are some of the reasons that you chose this program and being a GTF? I chose this program first because, well, before I graduated in my undergrad program, I was terrified of going out into the real world and being a big girl, a big girl, quote unquote. 
Um, I was just afraid. I didn't feel like I was ready to go out and get a full-time job. And I really didn't know if I loved my major enough to get a full-time job in that major. So I decided that I wanted to spend some more time in school and get some more skills, get some a deeper knowledge of my skill, of my degree, and give myself some more options when I do decide to go out into the real world and get a full-time job. And then as far as being a graduate teaching fellow, I knew first off that that was the only way that I was going to be able to pay to get through school, pay to get through this degree. And getting this degree was something that I really wanted to do. And so I knew that I had to be a GTF and, you know, hopefully being a GTF would also help me overcome some of my public speaking anxiety in that, you know, you have to be a good public speaker in order to be a good communicator. And that is what this degree is all about. What have been the most challenging courses alongside your GTA position? Well, I would say that thinking back to which semester is my hardest was my first semester because entering grad grad school is something that I equate to like a culture shock. You really do have to spend time and push through and persevere and learn how to quote unquote grad school. And that's the way that I look at it. And so, you know, having that first semester of having comm theory, having org comm, being in pedagogy, comm theory is one of the hardest classes that I have taken in grad school. It's one of, I would consider it to be like the weed out class. So if you make it through, you're probably going to be okay. If you don't, then you need to rethink things. And then second semester of my first year was a really, really demanding semester. I had three core courses. I had research, persuasion, and media analytics. And research and persuasion really did require a lot of work. And having them both in the same semester was really, really overwhelming. Did it affect you in your GTA position? No, I wouldn't say that it affected me in my GTA position because as as a GTA, you don't have as many responsibilities and duties as you do when you're a GTF. So it's just your responsibility to make sure that you are attending your graduate teaching assistant class and that you are keeping up with the readings and things that are going to be happening in class, but you're not necessarily teaching or grading and things like that. So you don't have as many pressures and as many things to consume your time to put towards your academics. What are some of the things you may have been more lax on that you shouldn't have been? Um, I would say as a GTA, I probably found myself not reading before every single GTA class that I did attend just because of the immense workload of my other courses. I will say that last year I had a lot more reading and things like that to prepare before my actual grad school classes. So I will say that I maybe here and there would skip out on reading or preparing for my GTA class before, um, before attending it. What are some of the dangers? I would say the dangers with that are, of course, not preparing in advance. So I have no excuse. I have no way around of not reading the chapters, not preparing the lecture beforehand. I have to go in and be completely prepared because these students are depending on me to give them that information that they need to learn in the course. And then it's also really hard to deal with students who just aren't willing to commit to the demands of the class. So you have to kind of pull some of the students along and get them to get get them to turn in their things and do it correctly. How have you balanced being an instructor and being a student at the same time? You said you had to drag students along. What toll does that take on you? 
It takes a really big toll on me. If any, if like you know me, you know I tend to be very anxious about things. I tend to dwell on things. So I really care about my students and I want them to do well. So when they don't turn things in or when they get bad grades, it really, it makes me anxious and it makes me upset for them because I do want them to do so well. And I want them to realize that, you know, turning in these assignments is not something that's going to, you know, take a really, really long time. These are fairly simple assignments, and it's something that I want them to take pride in doing so they can get the full amount of credit and they can do well in the class because that's what really matters to me. What would you tell someone who is just becoming a GTA or is about to become a GTF? First of all, I would say take it day by day because if you look too far ahead, you're going to get really, really overwhelmed with what you are going to be required and asked to do. You are going through this process to learn and to grow and develop into a teacher, and you're going to make mistakes along the way, and you're going to learn from those mistakes, and remember the faculty is there to back you up. So that is a good thing to always remember when you are thinking about navigating a problem or anything like that. You can always go to your professors and have someone else help you. I go to my pedagogy teacher, Dr. French, a lot to get help with how to reply to emails and things like that that I'm not sure how to navigate those situations. That about does it for the time we have. I appreciate you, Miss Woods. Thank you very much for coming on our podcast this yes. afternoon. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. This has been... Grad Life, a podcast produced by Radford University School of Communication. I've been your host, Trey Smith, and if you like this podcast, please check out some of our other episodes. And thank you again for listening.